You should be learning English from someone who really teaches you phrases that are not out of date and not obsolete. And I promise you, whatever phrase that I teach you in an English lesson, it will be useful and it will be commonly used here in the United States. In today's video, I'm going to teach you 15 idioms that have surprising meanings. So I don't think you would be able to guess these just based off what they sound like. And I'll give you some awesome examples that will help you use them in your English conversations. So let's get started. So I'm standing here by the stove because this first idiom is kind of from the stove. It's kind of a cooking idiom, but we use it quite frequently in just our everyday conversations. If you want to say that people need to just calm down or start to relax because they're, you know, so worked up and so hyper and full of energy, you can say that they need to simmer down. When you're cooking and you have something at a boil and you need it to, you know, stop boiling but still be hot, you say you need to simmer it, simmer it down. So when you want to tell people that they need to just relax, chill out to say, hey, simmer down, please. Now, make sure you're using this in a casual spoken English conversation. One thing about cooking and learning how to cook well is there is a lot to it. Now, that's the first phrase that I want to teach you. When there's something that's very complicated and it requires a lot of knowledge and skill, you can say there's a lot to it. But if you want to say that things are not complicated and they're very simple to learn, you can say there's really nothing to it. So if something's hard, there's a lot to it. If it's easy, there's not a lot to it. For instance, cooking a huge, I don't know, Thanksgiving dinner here in the United States with turkey, potatoes, stuffing, green beans, there's a lot to it. But if you're just making something simple like eggs for breakfast, there's nothing to it. So this next idiom, I think it's pretty creative. And I think it's quite useful. You're in the oven because we're talking about something that is half baked. If you ate some food that was half baked, it would taste terrible. It's, it's not a good plan if you don't have enough time to cook the food. Now, if you have a half baked idea or a half baked plan, it means that you didn't put enough thought into your plan or your idea. One time it was a Saturday, in the middle of the winter, it was snowing, it was super cold. And I said, hey, let's, let's go to the indoor playground in town. Now, if you have kids, you might understand this. If you don't, I'm sorry, just listen up. If you have kids and you go somewhere when it's raining or cold inside to do something, it's going to be so busy and I have young kids. It was definitely a half-baked idea. So if you have a poor plan or poor idea, you can call it half-baked. Be careful with knives and this next idiom. If you want to say that someone should stop something that's very annoying, you can say, hey, cut it out. The phrase cut it out means stop it. It's kind of a rude and snarky way to say it, so be careful with it. If, you know, your husband or your wife or your boyfriend or girlfriend is doing something like, you know, they're making a noise that's annoying, or they're trying to be annoying to you, say, hey, cut it out, stop it. It's a good phrase, keep it in mind. Okay, do you have a lot on your plate right now? This means that you have a lot of responsibilities if you have a lot on your plate. When I was in college, I just think of this time 
when I had so much on my plate, I was taking 18 credit hours, which is pretty much the most you can take. I had two jobs and I just felt like I had so many responsibilities. Now, looking back, I still have a lot on my plate. I have kids, I have work, I have a husband, I have a house, but it's more manageable because I've gotten older and wiser and I don't stress out when I have a lot on my plate. So I was going to go outside for this next idiom, but I'm being a baby because it's too cold out today. And the idiom is to grill someone. That, that's a grill if you didn't know. And when you say I'm going to grill someone or you know stop grilling him, it means that you're asking the person very intense questions. You're asking a lot of them as well. The classic example of someone getting grilled is if you bring home a new boyfriend to your family. Your parents will say, where are you from? What's your family like? You know, what do you do for work? They are grilling this new person that you brought into your house. If you want to say to someone that they're asking you a lot of questions and it's a bit intense, it's a bit too much, you can say, hey, stop grilling me. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Have you guys heard of the metaverse? Well, Mark Zuckerberg, he spent so much money creating this metaverse, this virtual reality place where you can go, I guess. And no one really seems to like it, but Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook meta, they double down on this idea. And that's the phrase that I want to teach you. When you double down on something, it means that you put more effort and you risk more money and things like that because you think the idea is really going to pay off and it's really going to work. So a lot of times companies will double down on a product if they think it's going to sell a lot, they'll put lots of money into advertising. And if you're in a casino and you put more money on your bet, you can say, I'm doubling down on this. I think it's really going to pay off. I'm just gonna whip up some pancakes. Okay, that's the phrase. I'm not really making pancakes, but if you say you're going to whip up something, it means you're going to create it or make it very quickly. So you could say, hey, let's whip up a plan for our day. This means let's come up with a plan really quickly. We often use this idiom for cooking as well. If you say, hey, can you whip up some breakfast? Or could you whip up some dinner? This means, can you make it really quick? Can you just come up with some things to make? Usually when you're whipping up a plan or you're whipping up some food, you don't put a ton of thought or like a ton of effort into it. It's just very quick. We're back at the stove. We're talking about when things boil over. Oftentimes when we talk about history, we talk about the circumstances that led to the world wars. Things just boiled over. This means that people got so angry about things that they just got out of control. Recently, I don't know if you guys follow American football, but Tom Brady and his wife, Giselle, for all you Brazilians, they got divorced, sadly. But it seems like she was always very supportive of him and his football career. 
and he said he was going to retire. And when he didn't, things boiled over. I think she wanted Tom to spend more time with their family, but you know, things boiled over. They got out of control and now unfortunately they got divorced. So when things boil over in a pot, you know, there's a mess. There's all this water and foam everywhere. It's out of control. I'm making a mess. Well, not really because I don't want to mess up the kitchen, but let's talk about how you can use this phrase in your everyday conversations. If you want to say that someone made a mess, you can mean that they literally, you know, made a mess that you have to clean up. They made things very dirty. Or you can mean that they made a situation so bad, you know, maybe emotionally, or maybe they brought up a subject with a group of people that made everyone argue, could say, oh, you just made a mess of this situation. So you can use this phrase in a few different ways. A phrase that's pretty similar to making a mess of a situation is to stir the pot. So, you know, literally stirring the pot would be mixing up ingredients. But if you say that you're stirring the pot in a social situation, it means, you know, you're bringing up something very controversial. For example, if you have a holiday meal with your family and you bring up politics, that's going to stir the pot a little. That's going to make everyone, you know, kind of have their different opinions and feelings. And yeah, it just stirs up the pot and it stirs emotions. Both phrases mean the same thing. When life gives you lemons, what do you do? You make lemonade. Now this phrase I think is pretty common amongst everyone in the world, but it just means that if you have an opportunity, you need to make the most of it. So we say this all the time and sometimes we just shorten it in English as when life gives you lemons, you know, you don't have to say you make lemonade. You just say the first half of the idiom. So for instance, you know, if you have an opportunity, you should take it. You say when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. Bye guys, I was just about to roll out. Okay, this phrase is very useful. In English, when you want to say that you're going to leave, you can say, let's roll out. In the movie Transformers, the famous catchphrase of the robots, the Autobots was Autobots, roll out. Let's all leave at the same time. So if you're at a party with your friends or some sort of event, and you want to all leave at the same time, you should say, come on guys, let's roll out. This means let's all leave together. Finally, let's leave the kitchen because if you can't take the heat, stay out of the kitchen. This means if you don't want to be insulted by someone, you should not insult them or enter an argument with them. This idiom is super you know, snarky. It gives a lot of attitude. It's pretty rude. If you say, hey, if you can't take the heat, stay out of the kitchen, that means I'm going to insult you if you try to argue with me or insult me. Thanks guys for learning 15 new English idioms with me. I hope that you'll subscribe to the channel so that I can teach you more English and comment below your favorite phrase from today's video. Thanks for watching. Goodbye.